0: Janice here. Pronouns are they, them, and theirs. I am a professional psychic and I'm also a professional brow artist. And Psychic Brows is my channel where I combine them both. Welcome back, everyone, to this week's series, which is all about shielding and protection. And I want to thank everyone who joined for yesterday's episode where we talked about connecting to your aura and where I had my Mel. Be a special guest artist going over a podcast of his own that I shared because he actually spends a lot of time teaching people that kind of stuff. And I thought, what a lo- wonderful way to just make it nice and efficient for you. So thank you again to Mel for doing that. And thank you to everyone who joined in. And now, welcome to today's episode, which is all about sourcing and creating your shield. And I love this one. Frankly, I love it because to me it's like you're accessorizing your shield and you've just got a build your own cookie kit and you get to decorate your own cookie how you want to. But this is where it's going to get defined a little bit more because how you want to and how your guides want you to may be a little bit different and we're going to delve into that some more. So when I talk about sourcing In creating your shield. What I mean by sourcing is where does your power come from? Where does your lineage come from? And not your lineage that you think you know, like maybe you think you know something of your family history or you had a grandma that did this or something like that. I mean your lineage that you've explored in meditation with your guides and let them help guide you to understanding where your power comes from. And so meditation is gonna be a big part of being able to really hone in and target on that. And truthfully, if you go back a couple days to the episode about opening up your third eye, you could use that exercise as a way to connect with your guide some more and ask them about your power and about your sourcing and let them help you. But that being said, when you're going to set up your shields and do that meditation process, just like when you opened up your third eye, you're gonna invite your guides, ask them if they would please you know, come join you. And then you're gonna let them guide you on what belongs in and on and around your shield for what will serve you the best. Because you may think because someone told you, put up your white light, that that's all there is to it. Or maybe somebody once walked you through an exercise or told you, you have to have mirrors on the outside of your shield. And so you think, I have to have mirrors on the outside of my shield. Well, maybe for that moment you did or for that situation. But if you think about going in specifically to what's going on now, your guides will tell you because things can change. You know, one time, this makes me laugh because it was so ridiculous. So I was setting up my shield. Like I always do, very specifically before I go to sleep at night, to put my shielding and my protection around me while I'm a little vulnerable in my sleep. And like a lot of people, I thought I knew what should go in my shield because I had, in truth, if I really honestly think about it, I had a fear that if I didn't do it a certain way, it wouldn't work. And then I would deal with negative consequences of that throughout the evening in the astral or something like that. And so I was fear-driven on wanting to control how my shields were put up. And I think that's a really important thing to note because my guides are putting that in my ear right now. (laughs) Because when somebody's trying to control it, to find where the root of that control is coming from, it's going to be from fear. And that's not where you want to source and create your shields from. So I was putting up my shields before bed and, I thought I knew exactly how it should be and what was supposed to be in there and how I was supposed to kind of like defend myself. And then my guides were like, no. <laughs> and they started creating this atmosphere within my, or environment within my shield that. I just couldn't even believe it. Basically, it was like sunshine and flowers and rainbows. I, literally, I had like flower power going on inside my shield. And I was like, are you kidding me? This is utterly ridiculous. How is this supposed to help protect me from this stuff that I've been dealing with lately? The stuff that's kind of icky and and super not beneficial for me. I'm going to fight it off with flower power? Are you kidding me? And they're like, yes, this is what you're gonna do. And guess what? I set my shields up with those, in my mind, ridiculous flowers that were, I don't know how to describe it other than it was like confetti of flowers. And, but guess what? That's what ended the tirade that was bothering me for an extended amount of time. And it was also one of the times that I learned some of my sourcing, which is love. And that may seem like a duh moment to some people, but we all are going to source from different things and we'll have our predominant areas that we source from. But it can also change for different circumstances. But that was the moment for me that I understood the power of love and how much it can and does conquer and override. So my flower power, which I thought was utterly defenseless and ridiculous is actually what saved me from that time so this is what I mean by letting your guides well guide you that's remember we figured out that's why they're called guides Uh, letting your guides guide you and not controlling what you think it has to be because here's the thing do I have confetti flower showers every time I put my shields up no absolutely not I actually Specifically, when I go to bed and I really connect with them on that, I have a different focus every time. And every time they set up my help me, they guide me, help me set up what my shields need to be for what's going on. Because guess what? They know way more than I or you will ever know. And yeah, they got a lot more access to info and understanding of what's going on. And you're darn right, I'm gonna trust what they tell me to do. So have I used my confetti flower power since? Oh yeah, it's it's happened more than once. But does it happen every single time? No, absolutely not. And that is about letting go that control and remembering where's that control piece coming from? You're sourcing that out of fear and that is not how you wanna create your shields. You want your shields to come from your power and that's not fear, okay? So, so when you listen to your guides and what they help you to do to set up the most effective shield, you may find that you're sourcing from some of your animal guides to help you for this. You may find that you're sourcing from some of your own lineage that you consciously know about for this. You may find that you're sourcing from your own lineage that you actually don't have a conscious knowledge of. And if you really let your guides take you through that, you can dig pretty deep. But that being said, you may come into that with a conscious belief about your sourcing and your lineage that may not be accurate or what's needed in the situation because we don't always get to pick (laughs) what we want to do. And the best, as always, the best way I can explain that, I think, is with a good story. So I will tell you about the time where... I was doing pretty darn good with readings and really getting a grasp on a level that I was at. And I thought, I thought I had some pretty good stuff and I was ready to take it to the next level. And so I honestly acted like I was looking at like a course catalog of things I wanted to do with my psychic abilities. And I remember Mel kind of chuckling at me and being like, well, I mean, okay, what is it that you're thinking of? And I don't remember at the time the specifics of what I thought I wanted to do. But for example, this wasn't one of them, but say if somebody's like, I want to help missing children, right? Or I want to be a famous channeler of words of peace or something, whatever it is. But say, so anyhow, I was acting like I could just say what I wanted. Oh, I have these gifts. I've got a control on them now. I do really good. I'm doing these readings. I'm successful with it. I do well. And so here I'm just going to pick what I want to do next. I'm just going to go on to the next class level. And I can, in hindsight, look back at it and see how I was kind of, uh, well, I was naive, and Mel kind of let me work myself through that moment. And then I went to bed, you know, I went on with my life, I went to bed. And that night, my guides took me on a journey and they said, you wanna pick what you do? You wanna decide what it is you do? all right well how about this let's go on a shamanic journey and I said okay (laughs) and I guess I didn't know what's going on I have to say I felt like yeah I didn't yeah I knew I was yeah something was up but I didn't quite know and I was like oh okay and so I proceeded to be taken through the shamanic journey which I don't have familiarity with and And that would be another point of the story, which I'll come back to. But I remember them taking me and I looked into like the vein of a leaf, the energy of the vein of a leaf. And then I like morphed into it. I thought, oh, well, this is kind of cool. But then I kept morphing through like threads of energy. And it kept getting more and more, and it was the most terrifying thing. I realize I say that almost on every episode, the most terrifying thing. But I have to say, I was terrified because I didn't know where I was. I didn't know where I was going. I didn't know, I honestly didn't know if I was gonna make it back. I was very aware that I didn't know if I was going to make it back to my current life with Mel and my family, my animals, and I was so terrified that I had in my ego, I guess, had thought, I can do whatever I want to do if I just try hard enough. (laughs) That now I lost my life, like I lost this amazing life that I have, and I didn't know I didn't know if I was gonna make it back. And it was a legit, real fear and feeling. And when I honestly thought like there was no returning and I didn't know, I was so devastated and so scared. They brought me back (laughs) and then they said, so do you think you can just pick what you wanna do now? (laughs) And of course, I was very humbly no. And they said, we choose you. And so when I talk about sourcing from your sheet for your shields and sourcing from your power, that's what I'm trying to get as a understanding that maybe you've attended some workshops on something like, I don't know, shamanic training. (laughs) Uh, uh, You know, maybe you've done something like that. Maybe you've gotten a little taste of something like that. But that doesn't mean that that's the life that you have been called to or mastered even. And to try and source from that wouldn't be creating your shields with what your strong power is. And we don't always get to pick what that is. So if I go into my shield and I'm like, I'm going to create my shield like this because this is how it has to be and done. But my guides, if I work with them and listen to them, may be able to help me create the most beneficial and powerful shield that comes from me and will serve me the best in that moment. So For example, in the moment of having confetti flower, confetti flower power, that was what served me the best in that moment and not necessarily a shield that structure that I would want to go back to because I will admit it, I like routine. I like things being known. That's one of the reasons why this work can be so challenging and so hard. (laughs) I like to be able to control things. And yeah, if you hold onto it tight and try to control it and end up sourcing from fear, you're going to miss out on sourcing it from the most powerful thing of all, which is you. And so in order to do that, it's really going to take some time just to visit with your guides and open up that third eye, connect with your aura, connect with your guides and let them show you whether you see it or hear it or feel it or taste it. And even if it doesn't make sense to you, like confetti flower power, do what they tell you to do, because I guarantee you it's going to be the best answer. Okay. So now when you have your shield and your environment within your shield created, maybe they have you pull in some of your ancestors. Maybe they have you pull in some of your nature friends. Maybe they have you pull in some of your star energy and then... When you get your shield all set up and guided with you under the direction of your guides, then you can always even put more layers of protection on it. You can customize what you may call a spell or an enchantment for your shield. And you're going to do that the same way that you created the environment of your shield. So that doesn't mean Googling something on the internet and asking for I don't know. I'm sure, I bet if you Googled it, it would come up. If you asked for, I need a spell to put on the outside of my shield or something, I bet something would come up. But again, I'm gonna tell you what's gonna work is if you connect with your guides and have them guide you in what that spell is and what that means on the outside of your shield and they will help you do that. You may find that you have some of your protectors help you on the outside of your shield too. This is literally create your own protection and shield, create your own story, and your guides are willing and ready to help you. And it's very, very exciting to do. So the last thing I'm going to touch on, so boring, so boring, but I'm going to touch on it because I always do, ethics and shields. So let's just think about this for a moment. Why in the heck are you putting shields up? Well, for protection, right? And it doesn't mean that everything out there is harmful to you, but sometimes it's just junk that you don't need in your space, right? But sometimes there's things that are not beneficial for you. Sometimes there's people that want to breach your shields intentionally, right? So if we're putting up protection shields as a means to sometimes keep other people out, I think we can all agree that don't go poking around in other people's shields. I mean, that's the whole reason in the first place that we're putting our own shields up, right? So don't be that person. Don't be a hypocrite. Literally just worry about your own shield. Even if you actively think there's somebody maybe trying to mess with you a little bit, just mind your own business. Put up your own protection shields and don't fixate on them. It's not even worth your energy or your time. And it deviates you from things that are more important and where your energy and time should go to and are actually beneficial for you. Think about it like this. You always have the chance to get sick, right? And you do your best to not get sick. So you wash your hands, you practice good hygiene, other things like that to keep viruses and colds down. You wash your dishes, blah, 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 right? There's always these things going on and you do practices that are just part of always protecting yourself. You don't just suddenly stop washing your hands after using the bathroom because you didn't get sick last week. At least I hope not, right? So you don't just stop doing your shields either because you are fine now, but then only think of it when you feel like, oh, maybe I'm under threat or after I'm under threat. But also you don't fixate on it either because if you were to fixate on something like that, that's when like, think about someone who compulsively washes their hands. Well, that's actually a fixation disorder right? And so it's not a healthy balance for someone. And the same goes with this. Just mind your own business, put up your protection shields, work with your guides to create the one that sources from your power and who you are the best, and just go on with a lovely, happy life. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed this week all about shielding and protection. As always, if you have any questions or comments, put them in the comment section, give the video a like, and be sure to join us for next week's series, which is gonna be a focus on relationships. One of my favorite things to do, I say this, I'm always talking about, it was the most terrifying thing ever, and then I also say one of my favorite things, but in the moment I gotta tell you, I mean it when I say it. So one of my favorite things I do enjoy doing is couple reading, couples sessions for reading. I absolutely love them because We'll get into it next week, but so often I just, it's amazing because there'll be, you know, some discontent with the couple and then it literally just comes down to different perspectives with it and being able to understand. And I love watching the appreciation for each other grow again and they're able to dismiss maybe sometimes some frustration or pieces that are coming up. So anyhow, next week is going to be all about a relationship focused series and I look forward to seeing you. Hey, thanks for joining. If you like more psychic or brow related content, remember to subscribe and hit the notification bell, and then you won't miss any episodes.